Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of this podcast that I don't know what I'm going to name yet. Uh, maybe we'll, you know, workshop a couple of things. I'll think of something. I'm pretty sure something will happen. So the first thing I want to talk about, because it's the first podcast that I have, I want to let y'all know pretty much what I want to do with this podcast. I want to really talk about sports, music, and, you know, every, a little bit of everything, but those are my top two things I know the most about. Because I'm not the smartest person in the world. Um, So let's jump into it. Let's jump into sports. Now, sports, um, I should let you guys know, I don't watch anything but football, NFL football. I do have a hometown college team because I do live in Lubbock. So um, I'm unofficially a Red Raider, you know. But, you know, I'm not a diehard Red Raider fan. I, you know, I root for them, you know, when everyone else is rooting for them, but other than that, I could really not care less. And, you know, kind of controversial, I never thought Cliff Kingsbury was that great of a coach. Um, I hate to say it because the last good coach we had was Mike Leach, but we all know what happened to him. But, you know, that's just my opinion, and if you need further evidence, Cliff Kingsbury isn't doing anything in Arizona. Anyways, so guys, I mean, as you can probably tell, since I do live in Lubbock, Texas, uh, you know, Texas, they have two football teams, and I am a fan of the better team. Uh, I'm the, I'm a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. So I really want to talk about what happened last night against them dirty eagles, them dirty birds. I know that's the Falcons thing, but I'm going to steal it because I hate the eagles. I mean, that's one thing you guys will probably hear a lot of. For me, the game last night was uh, nerve-wracking from the opening kickoff. And, you know, I do listen to a bunch of these other people. I listen to everybody from Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp to Stephen A. and Michael Irvin. Um, Okay, I say everybody. I listen to those four people. (laughs) Um, Of course, two of those people are biased towards the Dallas Cowboys. And, of course, two of the people hate the Dallas Cowboys. But I still respect all four of them equally. I mean, I respect Michael Irvin a little bit more and Shannon Sharp a little bit more because they actually played the game, so they know a little bit more. I would love to have a, a show with Michael Irvin versus Shannon Sharp. I would love to see that demeanor. Michael Irvin just going off crazy and Shannon Sharp just leaning back cool. Because Shannon Sharp, if you love or hate the guy, love or, love or hate Shannon Sharp, he is always dressed cool. And, man, I just wish I could meet that guy because, man, he looks super cool. And I feel like if, he, if I just got a handshake from a Shannon Sharp, you know, some of his swagger would come towards me and, like, my life would start being going a little bit better. <laughs> But anyways, let's talk about these Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboy game last night. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I did not watch the end of the second quarter and most of the third quarter because I was already getting frustrated, getting upset. Um, One thing you guys are going to learn about me, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. And yes, I'm a diehard. I'm not one of these people who thinks every year is our year. I'm a realistic Cowboys fan. That's what I like to call myself. Um, I know there's a bunch of stereotypes about us. There's a bunch of, oh, my God, every year is our year, and we all dress alike. Um, I do get sent the meme of this year the Cowboys taking it, and I hate to say that I do dress like that guy. Uh, but, hey, you know what? That's my fashion choice. My favorite color is blue, too, you know? I mean, hey, it's a fashion choice. Um, my sister, you know, she hates it. My parents hate it. Or, well, my dad likes it. My mom don't really care. My sister just hates it, really, is what I'm trying to say. My sister hates my fashion choices, but you know what? It's all right, because I like my fashion choices, and so does my wife. Um, so we're going to get into it, man. I mean, that game, 
was a heartbreaker. Uh, twenty six to nineteen. You know, it's a nine. What was it? A nine point game? No, that's a seven point game. What was the score? I don't know. We lost by nine or something. Um, yes, I did. I know. I did just say we like I play for the team. Yes, everyone says it. Listen to everyone, anyone else, anybody else on a podcast. They ha- they say we and they don't play for the team or no, nor do they have any stake in the team. Um, but anyways, it was a close game uh, in the fourth quarter. You know, I really got my hopes up. Really, really got my hopes up for the first time in a long time about the team. You know, it just turned out, you know, the Eagles, they did play better. You know, they didn't have any mistakes. Um, our offense, you know, couldn't do anything. But I will not put all the blame on Cooper Rush. I will not bl- put all the blame on Cooper Rush. I will blame him 45% because, you know, he still was at fault. Um, our defense, you know, they could have made, you know, one or two more stops. You know, the game could have been different. But really what killed us was the turnovers and the penalties. So... I'm going to give 45% of the blame to Cooper Rush. I'm going to give the rest of it to the coaching because I do not blame the defense at all. The defense was showing out. The defense has showed out all year. And I believe it's going to continue to show out. Um, now, with the upcoming games, the upcoming games should be, you know, for me personally, knowing, you know, watching the game of football for as long as I have, I think they're all very winnable games. The Eagles also have some very winnable games. So I think when we meet up again Christmas Eve, it's going to be another emotional game. Uh, this one's going to be at Jerry World, though, so you never know what's going to happen. Um, the Eagles are always our most heated rivals. They never give us an easy go. The only ones who ever do give us an easy go are usually the Washington Commanders. Now, I wish you guys could see me because I was just air-quoting that whole thing because they were not the Commanders when I was born. Um, but, you know, can't say the old name. And, you know, I wish I could just say the football team because that was just funny. Um, because they're so unimaginative. They couldn't think of a name. And I don't know how long they had. They had almost six months, five, six months. And they came up with the football team and changed the logo to AW, which was the laziest thing I think I've ever seen in a team. Um, now... I mean, let's let I'm I'm getting off track here. Let's go back to the game, the coaching. Again, I'm 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 not even gonna put the defensive coaching because I love Dan Quinn. Everybody loves some Dan Quinn. I don't know who doesn't love Dan Quinn. Um, I mean, I know all of Atlanta doesn't like Dan Quinn, but that's for a whole different story. Um, that's actually the conversation I have with my cousin because he wants Dan Quinn to be our head coach. I told him I don't. I think he's good where he's at. He's you know, he's a good defensive mind, um, just like Wade Phillips was. He was a good defensive mind. He was a head coach. He didn't do anything for us. He, We praise the fact that Jason Garrett got promoted to head coach. That's how bad Wade Phillips was as a head coach, and I do not want that to happen again. Um, now, I do like all of our defensive coaches. I like Al Harris being our, uh, our def- what are they called, our cornerbacks coaches. I like that. I like Al Harris. Um, he was a good packer. He was a great packer. Um, and I think he really puts the passion back into the cornerbacks. I do like that. Uh, I do kind of miss Chris Richard a couple, you know, a little bit. But, you know, it is what it is. And I don't think we really skipped, missed a beat once he left. Um, I would have loved to have seen what he could have done, you know, in another um, 
facade of the game, like what he could have done is he's a linebacker's coach or a line coach, but he knows what he knows, and I don't know where he is now. I could look it up, but I'm not going to. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't really care. If you're not playing, if you're not with my team, you're not with my team, and I'm not, you know, you might as well have fallen off the face of the earth. Um, now, <coughs> I'm putting all the blame for the game on the head coach. Not Kellen Moore, but some Kellen Moore. Bad time management. I mean, with that first down that CD Lamb got that we didn't challenge. I don't know what the hell anybody was thinking. That's on Mike McCarthy. That can't be on Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is just a play caller. He's not the one being like, hey, challenge that, challenge that. He had... (coughs) (coughs) Sorry, excuse me. Getting over cold here. So Kellen Moore cannot do that. Kellen Moore is not the person to be like, hey, challenge that, challenge that. That is the coach's job. Um, now I do. Now, do I believe that would have cost us the that cost us the game? No, I don't. Um, but what, did I have a help a helping hand and you know handing us that loss? Yes, because who knows what would have happened in the rest of that drive. Now, um, the amount of blame I put on Cooper Rush, he did throw three interceptions. I will I'll give him two interceptions because one of them was off the hands of Michael Gallup and just popped in the air. A a baby, a five year old baby could have caught that. You know. It popped way up in the air. <coughs> Sorry, I need to get a drink. Now, uh, okay. Now, I mean, back to it. I mean, everyone's been blaming the coaches the whole time. And I, I'm going to, too. I'm going to, too. I don't like Mike McCarthy that much. Now, do I like him over Jason Carrot? Yes. But you know who else I would like over Jason Garrett? Literally freaking anybody. Anybody is an upgrade over Jason Garrett. Um, now, did it hurt me a little whenever Jason Garrett said fly, Eagles fly, a little bit? Because not only was Jason Garrett our head coach for a lot longer than he should have been, he used to be a backup quarterback for Troy Eggman in the 90s. So to me, um, that's really why my nerves are racked a little bit. Because I figured Jason Garrett, just because it was his old team, he used, I mean, his old team in more than one way. I figured he would at least pick us, you know, just for the heart, just for the loyalty. But no, he did it. So that's what really scared me. But of course, I'm not going to hang my hat on Jason Garrett's the best, and he's a genius. Now, there are some fans that want Jason Garrett back as a coach. Uh, did you watch us for the last 12 years, 13 years? I don't think you did. Um, because I will tell you right now, our team now is doing better than it ever has under Garrett. Um, to me personally, we're way more exciting to watch. Our defense is the best it's been in a long time. Our offense really needs work. Now, the thing is, when Jason Garrett was the head coach, it was opposite. Our offense was bang, bang, boom, boom, boom. Our offense would score. 35 points, 28 points. But our defense would give up 48 points, 49 points, 42 points. And we would lose all the time. We would have high-scoring games because we had to have high-scoring games. I like the fact that, you know, we do have an old-school feel to us. I like the fact that it does. I mean, I do and I don't. I do like the old-school feel because on defense it's great to be old school because that's how you get to the quarterback that's how you create pressure that's how you get sacks that's how you get takeaways now old school for offense 
I feel okay. Sorry about that. I got a phone call and I missed my whole recording. So, going back to what I was saying, old school for offense, it just doesn't work. Um, I think honestly, we're the only team in all of football that is still the old school formula of run, run, pass, run, pass, play action, pass, run, run. I don't like that. We're so predictable. And I say that as a fan, as a diehard fan, we got to get away from that. I don't see anybody else doing that. You watch the Chiefs. You can't predict what they're going to do. You watch how anybody, you can't predict what they're going to do. Unless they're an awful team. But then they're probably just going to play until the bell, until the whistle blows. And I don't, I don't like it. But, I mean, I could just be, maybe that's just me. Uh, because I don't really watch anybody else. <coughs> now, there was a couple of years there where I was watching the Steelers as my second team. Because I do have a friend that's a Steelers fan. And, you know, by proxy, you end up being into him yourself. <sighs> Sorry. Okay. So, I mean, to me, I never saw the Steelers do anything like that when they won that Super Bowl. What was that? What was that last Super Bowl? Whatever the last Super Bowl was. I think 43? Yeah. No. I don't know. That's the one I watched. I watched it before 43. Um... That was some great football they were playing offensively and defensively. And now, I mean, I just want our team to do the same thing. Back in the day, I wanted Mike Tomlin to be our head coach. And now, <laughs> I don't know if anybody wants Mike Tomlin as a head coach because of how poorly the Steelers are doing. But, hey, that man won you two Super Bowls, I believe. And, I mean, you can't ask for more from a head coach. Um, the Steelers, they you know, they're – hardcore about not changing coaches. They've only had like four in like the past 100 years or something like that. Um, no, that is just ridiculous to me. But anyway, I'm getting way off track, way, way off track. Back to the game, um, back to what I really wanted to talk about. Uh, like, I just don't understand how our offense was doing so poorly. And we have, do we have the best wide receivers in the game? No. Do we have the top 15 receiving core in the league? No. I'll say that. No, we don't. We have one receiver, and his name is C.D. Lamb. And we have Michael Gallup. Yes, Michael Gallup is back. He is here. He made a great catch last week against the Rams. But to me, he's got to step up his game. He has to be more than that guy that can be physical. I mean, I want Michael Gallup to end up looking like Des Bryant's. I want the physical guy. I want the guy who's not afraid to block. I want, but you know what else I really need that Des Bryant had a lot of other than arguments? <laughs> he had tenacity. He had spirit. He had, what's the word I'm looking for? He had that in him. You know, he had that, the, what, why am I thinking the word faith? What am I looking for? He had that fire in him. He had the tenacity. He had the will. He had the passion. There you go. The passion for the game. Passion for winning. I feel like no one in our locker room, aside from Dak Prescott, maybe Ezekiel Elliott, Micah Parsons, has that in him. Now, 
I have want the whole team to play with passion. I don't just want those three, those two or three guys I just named to play with passion. I need the whole everybody. I need the bench warmers. I need the guy catching the ball in practice to have that passion. Because I don't feel passion for this game other than from those people. Now, I don't know what else to say about the game other than that. Um, We got showed up by the Eagles, you know, in Philadelphia. I mean, everyone saw it coming. No one picked the Cowboys. I did, of course, because I have to because that's my team. Me, I think we're going to – we have a possibility of winning every game. But the thing is, we do. We have the possibility of winning every game. But I guess so does every team in the world, right? I mean, every team has – the freaking Steelers beat the Buccaneers. The Steelers – with the backup, Mitchell Trubisky beat the Tom Brady-led Buccaneers. What more upsets can you get? The Jets beat the Packers. What's going on with the NFL this year in 2022? I don't understand it. I don't think anyone's going to understand it. You can't understand it. It's just too weird this year. Now, it feels like a very weird year because all the teams that are usually good are doing horribly. Um, other Aside from the Chiefs and the Bills, and I don't want to say my team too because that's a little bit biased for me to say, but those two teams are the only teams that are consistent with what they did last year. Even the Jacksonville Jaguars look a tiny bit better than what they did last year. Now, again, I've... <laughs> Now, okay, that's that's enough for the game. I want to go into the hype train that is the NFL scouts, the NFL talking heads on like on all those sports shows, like on a uh, first talk or undisputed all that. I hate everyone's hype trains over a lot of people. I did not buy into the hype of Trevor Lawrence. That was justified. I do not buy. It. I still do not buy into the hype. Of Kyler Murray. And I'm right on the edge of Justified. I don't buy the hype for Cliff Kingsbury. Again, because he came from Texas Tech. And he is known to not lead a team past eight wins. And I don't think he's a great coach. I don't know anything else about that. I do not buy the hype. In L.A. and the Rams... And that sounds weird for me to say because they just won a Super Bowl. I don't buy the hype strictly because of the fans. Their fans are not real fans. They moved that team to L.A. from St. Louis because that was a bigger market to make more money for the owners and get more viewership and build a very beautiful stadium, which I would love to see one day, uh, SoFi Stadium. I mean, where the the, uh, Super Bowl was played, Greatest halftime show I've seen in a while. Um, You know, that's the reason. It is not a football town. Plus, they already had two or three franchises there. They have the San Francisco 49ers. And there was the Oakland Raiders in Oakland, California. Now they're Las Vegas Raiders. And I don't buy that hype either. I would love to go see their stadium too. Because that, that torch thing in the end zone looks cool. Well, at the top of it looks like a toilet. That's just me. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't like people hyping stuff up. Because, to me, you're just 
getting the basic football fan, like the people who don't watch football, you know, they, you know, they don't know football. You're getting them to get into something they don't really care about. And to me, that bugs me. I don't like seeing people like, you know, when when they show people at the games and somebody's just on their phone, that bugs the hell out of me. Because one, those tickets are probably expensive as hell. And you're just wasting your time watching your phone when there's a football game going on. No matter if there's nothing going on, you're at the game. Enjoy the atmosphere. Put the phone away. But that's just me. But another thing is just I I don't like casual fans who just like the one team because they win. Or they just like Tom Brady because he's got seven Super Bowls. I've got so many people in my life that are just Tom Brady fans. And I'm air quoting that to hell. Because they're not Tom Brady fans. They're the fans of the team that's winning. And their excuse for that is Tom Brady's there. Tell me how in Texas, the most southern state you can get, touching Mexico, has fans of a Boston, Massachusetts team. Now, I get it. I will understand it if you are from Boston, from around that area, from somewhere close. But we are in Texas. Tell me if there is any Patriot fans not from Boston or the area in the 70s or 80s. I'll even push it to the 90s. I want to know. And if you guys know one, let me know. Because I have yet to see one. I have not seen a Patriots fan since Tom Brady left. I have not seen anything of any Boston sports team here. Now, I understand there are some people who just like, you know, the Patriots because they like the Patriots. That's fine. I want a reason. Now, I'm just saying that because I was born and raised in a Cowboys household. My grandfather was a Cowboys fan. My father is a Cowboys fan. My grandfather's father was a Cowboys fan. So it's only right that I'm a Cowboys fan, right? So tell me how these quote-unquote diehard Patriot fans have came here to Texas. That's another thing, too. I'm in Texas. I'm a fan of a Texas-grown team. Tell me how there is a Patriot fan in Texas. Help me explain it. Sorry about that long pause, guys. I had to uh, handle some business, but I am back. So, from what I was saying, I mean, give me an example of how you became a fan of a team that's not from here. Personally, me, I don't understand it. Because, um, you know, usually, I mean, again, I'm not raised how other people were raised. And I'm sure, you know, vice versa. Um, some people don't even care about football here in Texas. I don't care. It's fine. Um, just don't rub it in my face that you don't care, because then I probably just won't be your friend. Because um, they're just the worst kinds of people. Like those who just actively hate football just because they don't understand it. That Those those people, you know, that's a whole other conversation. So, but what I want to know is how you became a fan of the certain team you're a fan of. That's all I want to know, really. I just want to know. Like, was it, you know, somebody you, you know, somebody you know plays for them? Someone you know was a fan of them when they were younger. Something like that. I just want to know. Because I'm not buying all these Patriot fans being down here just because they're Patriot fans. I believe 
I believe them as much as I believe the LA uh, Chargers fans. Which I mean, I don't know if you saw that game the other day. There was no Chargers fans there. They were all Broncos fans. Whoever they played, I think it was the Broncos. And who who knows? I don't believe any LA based team has actual fans. Uh, be that the Chargers or the Rams. I'll take the. I mean, I'll take the Rams over the Chargers. Because I like their colors a little bit more, but I hate their jerseys. Their IKEA looking jerseys. They look like they work at an IKEA, and everyone saw. Everyone said that, and everyone sees that, you know. But um, I just want to know, guys. And uh, for me, that's going to conclude this episode of this nameless podcast that I still haven't thought of a name for yet. But guys, check back in with me in a couple of days. Hopefully, I have another one uploaded. I'll see you guys later.